Hello and welcome to a new podcast called Christmas Alphabet. In the Christmas Alphabet podcast, I'm going to be exploring Christmas in alphabetical order. In each episode, we're going to look at some topics and some trivia relating to your favourite time of the year and mine, Christmas. In each episode, we're going to start with a, a letter of the alphabet from A to Z. Yeah, Z, not Z, because I'm from England. And this podcast is about Christmas and how it's celebrated here in Britain, the United Kingdom. My name's Wayne. I'm a big fan of Christmas and how it's celebrated. Uh, I love to read about Christmas. I love to enjoy Christmas. I love to celebrate Christmas. I live in Manchester in northwest England. I work as a pastor of a Baptist church, and for me, Christmas is part of my faith. But I also love the way Christmas is a, a mixture of a Christian festival and a midwinter festival and the depository of so much tradition and history. I love history, I love tradition. I just love everything about Christmas. The colours, the sights, the smells, the music. If, like me, you love Christmas, I hope you'll stick with me on the Christmas Alphabet podcast, where we do Christmas in alphabetical order. Each time we're going to look at things that start with the letter of the day, things that include the Bible story of Christmas, the history of Christmas, Christmas in popular culture, especially here in the United Kingdom. And we'll also include a song, which might be a Christmas carol or popular song of some kind. And every part of it will start with the letter of the day. This is the Christmas Alphabet podcast, and this is episode A. Welcome to the Christmas Alphabet podcast. Today, it's the letter A. And A is for Advent. Now, that is a good place to start. We're starting our Christmas alphabet with the very beginning of Christmas in the calendar, which is the season we call Advent. What is Advent? Well, Advent is the four weeks before Christmas. It starts on the fourth Sunday before Christmas. Christmas. Advent is the annoying little brother to Christmas, the one that keeps saying, are we nearly there yet? Uh, But Advent isn't just a preparation for Christmas, a time to get ready for the big day. It is that, but it's also a thing in itself. Advent's a four-week period of preparing for Christmas. It's a four-week period of waiting. It starts on the fourth Sunday before Christmas, so it can be any time from November the 27th, that's the earliest Advent can start, to December the 3rd, that's the latest Advent can start. During the weeks of Advent, Christians think about the coming of Jesus, also about the second coming of Jesus, who promised he would return to judge the world. What do we do in Advent? Well, Advent traditions include Advent candles. We love a good candle in Advent. And there's a a tradition of having an Advent wreath in a church. And you might these days see them in shopping centres and and other places. Uh, Advent wreath contains five candles. 
and they're lit one at a time on the four Sundays of the season. Uh, we love the Advent Sunday when you light four candles, and in some churches that's called the Two Ronnies Sunday. If you don't get that, uh, then just look up Two Ronnies and Four Candles online and you're in for a treat. In different traditions, the candles have different meanings and different colours. Sometimes some of the candles uh, stand for different things, but there's all sorts of different traditions that go with different colours, that go with different countries, that go with different denominations of the Christian church. Uh, it's all a bit too confusing to go into here. It's thought that the first Advent candle wreath, uh, your five candle setup, was made in Hamburg in Germany way back in 1833 to explain the countdown to Christmas to children. Loads of our Christmas traditions were started in the 1830s, 1840s, around that period. Uh, and Advent candles started at that time as well. The four candles around the central candle of the Advent wreath are also closely related to the Advent calendar because they're a countdown to Christmas. These days, Advent calendars always start on the 1st of December, which isn't when Advent always starts, as we know, but the Advent calendar is a countdown to Christmas Day and has... Uh, a segment or a window or a, an activity for each day. Each day has a numbered window and the usual pattern of them, I'm sure you know, uh, is that each window you open each day to reveal a surprise. Traditionally a picture or a Bible verse telling the Christmas story. More often in our days it's, uh, it's chocolate. And it's a test of your patience, isn't it? how good your resolve is through Advent not to scoff the whole calendar full of chocolate in the first week of Advent. But if you can hold back and use it as a way of watching December disappear, it's a good anticipation of the days as they count down to Christmas. I like doing that. Do you enjoy Advent calendars? Advent calendars are still really big in Germany, where they were first invented in about 1850. By 1914, Germany printed the finest advent calendars as well as the best Christmas cards in the world. But the Great War put an end to that, temporarily at least. A similar countdown to Christmas that we love in our home, something that my wife and I like to do, is to have an advent candle. An advent candle is a, a big long candle that's marked with 24 segments and the idea is to burn one segment of the advent candle each day we we as a, a family do it each evening and our tradition certainly when our children were young was to sing a a song a, a advent song or later on a christmas song around the advent candle advent candles uh, it seems were first used in denmark where they are called kalendalos and uh, still really popular in denmark and countries around Denmark. However you do the Advent countdown, I think Christmas is more special if you don't rush through Advent. For many people these days, Christmas starts in what, September, October? For some people I know in America it starts when Thanksgiving is over. For some people it starts when Halloween is over. But, you know, the tradition is really that Christmas starts on the 25th of December. That's not when it ends, that's when it starts. 
and we can prepare well for Christmas by doing Advent well. I wonder what you think about that. Is Advent something that is irrelevant these days or are you someone who embraces Advent and does it well? Let me know. Uh, When we get comments on these episodes, I'll make time to include your thoughts alongside the Christmas things that we are doing, beginning with the letter of each episode. So do get in touch. You can get in touch with me, Wayne, through Facebook, where you can look for Christmas Alphabet Podcast, or on Twitter, where we're at Christmas Alpha, or you can look at Christmas Alphabet on Instagram or email me. The email address is wayne at christmasalphabet.com. This is the Christmas Alphabet Podcast. A is for angels. Angels play a big part in the Christmas story. Not only that, but they look great on Christmas cards and in Christmas displays. So much so that angels have really become the face of Christmas. We even have them on top of our Christmas trees. Uh, Do you have an angel on top of your Christmas tree or maybe a star? Uh, The angel is the MC of Christmas, the master of ceremonies who announces Christmas is coming. It was an angel called Gabriel who kicked off the whole Christmas story by going first to Zechariah and then to Mary, telling her that she was having God's son in what we call the Annunciation, another Christmas A. But then you get an angel going to Joseph after he's been to Mary, and after the couple have gone to Bethlehem, first one, then a whole crowd of angels appear to a group of shepherds. That word angel just means a messenger. The angels are God's messengers. And in the Christmas context, they are the messengers, the heralds of the good news of the birth of his son. Angels have appeared in all sorts of stories and legends and carols and songs. They add music and colour and an air of mystery to the Christmas scene. Painters love to depict angels in their artworks and songwriters love to put words in their mouths in carols and songs. I suppose one of the best loved angels in the Christmas of many of our families is Clarence, the unlikely apprentice angel in the 1946 film It's a Wonderful Life. Great film. Clarence, who's played in the film by Henry Travers, saves the life of the hero and saves Christmas for his community. A is for angels. Now here's an unlikely A that I don't suppose you were expecting to hear. A is for the Argos catalogue and other mail-order catalogues and other shopping catalogues. My earliest memories of Christmas are all to do with mail-order catalogues. In my family, we had the Kays catalogue and the Littlewoods catalogue. Did your family have mail-order catalogues? The joy of those for my parents was that you could buy all sorts of things without the chore of going round the shops, and you could also put them on your account and pay for them in instalments a little bit each week and spread the cost of Christmas through the year. 
the joy of the mail order catalogues for me and my younger brother and sister was the just the amazing cornucopia of delights in the pages especially in the toy pages we weren't bothered about the clothes and the household items where were those toy pages and when the winter edition arrived of our mail order catalogue we weren't bothered with the the first three quarters of the catalogue they were the boring bits we went straight to the back toys and games there they were all that any child could dream about (laughs) It was the latest Action Man or Mousetrap board game. Maybe we could get uh, Escape from Colditz or an Etch-A-Sketch, maybe a a Space Hopper or a Mousetrap game. We started a list. Did you do that? First a long list, then a short list, and then we waited and hoped we might actually get what the catalogues had promised and made to seem so exciting. Later on... For most British families, the mail-order catalogues gave way to the Argos catalogue. Argos is Britain's largest catalogue retailer, a shop where you go in the shop and choose what you're buying out of uh, a front-of-store catalogue and order it in the shop by copying out some numbers with an iconic tiny blue pen, or these days you can type it into a screen. Argos grew out of the Green Shield stamps shops in the early 70s. Anyone remember those? Sticking your Green Shield stamps into a little book? And the Argos catalogue soon became the place for children to gaze in wonder as they search for the Christmas toys of their dreams. Lists for Father Christmas would have Argos numbers attached as if Father Christmas himself had his own little blue pen, or perhaps they were that size because the elves had to handle them. (laughs) But no more. Argus have now told us that their printed catalogue has come to an end. The internet has finally won. Catalogue Christmas shopping is no more. A is for some other things. A's that were bubbling under that didn't quite make it. There's Prince Albert, of course. We'll get to him under V for Victoria. Uh, We could have gone to Austria, where Silent Night is written. I'm certainly going to talk about Silent Night in a later episode. We could have gone to Australia, where Christmas is about sunshine and barbecues. Uh, We could have looked at the song All I Want for Christmas is You, the Mariah Carey classic that you either love or hate. And I've left out my least favourite carol away in a manger Mm. not one I really like I'm afraid away in a recycle bin for that one for me I'm afraid sorry if you like that one I'm going to finish though with some music in fact two songs because A is for Angels from the Realms of Glory and Angels We Have Heard on High in each episode of this podcast I'm going to include some Christmas music it could be a traditional Christmas carol or a well-known Christmas song or a Christmas pop song perhaps something a bit obscure today I want to compare and contrast as they say in exams two Christmas carols about A for angels my first is Angels from the Realms of Glory now this one is sung in Great Britain a lot more than it is in America. 
It was written by a Scotsman, a Scottish newspaper editor called James Montgomery back in 1816, in fact the same year that The Words of Silent Night was written. In Britain it's nearly always sung to this French tune called Iris, and the words and the tune were put together in a very influential book called The Oxford Book of Carols. The words of the carol move from the angels proclaiming the birth of Jesus to the shepherds, uh, to the magi or wise men, to the saints before the altar, in other words, Christians in church. In the original of the words, there's also a verse about sinners who are doomed for guilt to endless pains. But thankfully, we tend to miss out that verse these days. The carol, as it's mainly sung in Britain, is known for a refrain where we sing... Come and worship Christ the newborn King. And the word come is strung out over something like 13 notes. And sometimes that come and worship bit these days is replaced with the Latin words Gloria in Excelsis Deo. And that's where it starts to get confusing. It's confusing because this song, Angels from the Realms of Glory, gets mixed up with another Christmas carol that's much better known in America than it is in Britain. The second song is Angels We Have Heard on High. The second song, Angels We Have Heard on High, was written not by an American, but by an Anglo-Irish Catholic bishop called James Chadwick. Though actually he translated the words from a French carol called Les Anges dans nos Compagnes, something like that, which means the angels in our countryside. This carol is more specifically about the angels singing to the shepherds in Bethlehem about the birth of Jesus. And each verse ends with the Latin line, Gloria in excelsis Deo, glory to God in the highest, as it did in the original French version. Chadwick didn't translate that bit because it was already in Latin. Uh, by the way, a song that combines English with Latin, as quite a few carols do, is called Macaronic. I'm sure you want to know that the word Macaronic comes from the idea of it being foolish and from the Italian word dumpling, which is the same way that we get the word of the pasta that's called macaroni, but the two are not directly related, so there you go. Anyway, this carol... Angels We Have Heard on High used to be popular in England, especially in southwest England, but it mainly dropped out of favour over this side of the pond and has been sung more in the States. The tune it's sung to is known as Gloria, but when you listen to it, it's really a variation of the same tune, Iris, that's used for Angels from the Realms of Glory. So the two carols are different, but they very often these days get mixed up a bit like the two languages that we speak on two sides of the Atlantic that are really the same language, but mixed up a bit. And they both begin with the letter A for angels. 
That's it for the letter A. Hope you've learnt something. I hope you've been a little bit entertained and drawn into the Christmas spirit. That's the end of the first episode of the Christmas Alphabet Podcast. I'm Wayne. I'll be back in two weeks' time with more Christmas trivia. There's 26 letters of the alphabet. There's 52 weeks of the year. So I reckon if I do an episode every two weeks, I'll take you through a whole year of Christmas trivia, one letter at a time, in 52 weeks in a year. So I'll be back in two weeks' time with, you guessed it, the letter B. Can you guess what B is going to stand for? Uh, You can contact me by email, wayne at christmasalphabet.com or at christmasalphabet podcast on Facebook or at christmasalpha on Twitter or christmasalphabet on Instagram. Uh, We're all over the place. Yeah, in more ways than one. Please give us a follow in whichever social place you prefer and let us know that you're becoming part of our Christmas Alphabet community. And you can see more on our evolving, still very small website, christmasalphabet.com. All the music I've used is either public domain or under Creative Commons license. Thank you for listening, and God bless you. Bye-bye.